Welcome into the J.P. Shadrick Podcast. Today is Thursday, May 3rd, and today we'll recap the 2018 NFL Draft for the Jaguars. Plus, we'll catch up with a big piece of the Jags offensive line and see how the offseason is going so far with left tackle Cam Robinson. Let's start with reaction to the NFL Draft. The Jags added seven players in the draft this year in the first round, 29th overall. Taven Bryan, the defensive lineman from Florida. In the second round at 61st overall, DJ Chark, the speedster wide receiver from LSU. 93rd overall in the third round, Ronnie Harrison, a hard-hitting safety from Alabama. In the fourth round, could be a swing tackle in the future at 129 overall, Will Richardson from NC State. Then they took the fifth round off. Late in the sixth round, 203rd overall, Tanner Lee, the quarterback from Nebraska via Tulane. And then two seventh-round picks, Leon Jacobs, a big, strong linebacker from Wisconsin, and Logan Cook, a punter from Mississippi State. After the draft was complete, Jaguars.com reporter Ashlyn Sullivan caught up with Executive Vice President of Football Operations, Tom Coughlin. You know, you go into the draft with priorities. You have an idea as to how it'll go. It's much different drafting at the bottom, which we like. I'd like to move a few places down for next year. But it's much different than, than uh, drafting at the top. I think that for me, one of the toughest parts today was the bottom of the fourth to the bottom of the sixth before we had another pick. So that, that's, a, that's a tough road to sit there and watch all those players come off the board. But, um, you know, I, I think the draft uh, solved the uh, majority of the problems or priorities that we had going in. Of course, you don't get them all done. So, um, but we like the package that we have. Come on in here, guys, and let's compete like heck, and let's make our team better. I know the night is just beginning with undrafted free agents. Mm-hmm. What is left on the checklist, if anything? Oh, there's things left on the checklist, <laughs> believe me. Uh, to be competitive, to, be, to get younger at certain spots, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll be in there banging away for a while to try to get that solved. The Jag scouts and personnel people work to get that solved towards the end of the draft in a battle with other teams to sign the best players left undrafted. Over recent history, the Jags have had some success from this pool. Defensive end Ryan Davis was one of those a few years ago. Wide receiver Alan Hearns, of course. And then last year, wide receiver Keelan Cole, just to name a few. This year, the Jags added 13 undrafted free agents. And a few standouts this year could include offensive lineman Tony Adams from NC State. He was a teammate of fourth-round pick Will Richardson in Raleigh. Alan Lazard is a wide receiver from Iowa State, and he's another one to watch. He was ranked number 80 on Mike Mayock's top 100 prospect list entering the draft. And then Quentin Meeks, a cornerback from Stanford, was number 92 on Mayock's list before the draft. To make room for all these players, the Jags released two veteran players this week, punter Brad Nortman and wide receiver Jalen Strong. What's the national perception of the Jags draft hall? Well, it's pretty positive overall. NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah joined us on Jaguars.com Live Wednesday, and he thinks this Jags draft class could be a success down the line. I love five of their picks. I mean, I think they've got a chance to get five starters to emerge out of this group and six if you include the punter. Toward the end of the draft Saturday night, Jeremiah said on the TV broadcast that the Jags roster was scary good, but he told us Wednesday where they rank in the league. Well, I think if you just look at their roster and the talent that they've accumulated over the last several years and where they stand right now if it's not the most talented roster in the nfl i think it's in the top three without question especially defensively with just the the massive amount of talent that they accumulated premier blue chip players and then now you look at what they've done on the offensive line you've got the running back 
Um, you, you've mixed in some talent along the uh, with this receiving core now. I mean, it is it is it is an impressive group that they have there in Jacksonville. The full Jaguars.com live archive available, of course, on the team website. Finally, late Wednesday afternoon, the Jaguars did not take the fifth-year option for defensive end Dante Fowler Jr. The 2015 first-round pick out of Florida is entering his fourth NFL season, but the decision had to be made by Wednesday afternoon about that fifth year. The Jags are hopeful of a long-term deal after the season for Dante. Speaking of veteran players, phase two of the off-season program is underway, so players are on the field for individual drills. No 7-on-7, 9-on-7, or 11-on-11 drills are allowed at this time. They'll save that for phase three in OTAs. Left tackle Cam Robinson enters his second NFL season, and he's fired up to be back on the field, even if it is the off-season. Our guest this week on the J.P. Shadrick podcast, left tackle Cam Robinson. What's up, man? What's up, man? I'm good. How you doing? Great. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see y'all, too. You been in town or what? Yeah, I've been here um, all off-season uh, for the most part. So, just working out, lifting, trying to get a little stronger. So, I've been, I've been around. Is that the number one goal for you this off-season is the strength? Yeah, definitely. I think um, especially with some of like the little nagging injuries I had last year, <clears throat> um, I think a lot of it was just due to, uh, you know, me, me needing to build my body up and just build, just, you know what I'm saying, um, just add more muscle to my frame, and um, I, I know I try to do that for the most part this offseason. You know, it, it comes as a shock sometimes to a lot of first-year players in the NFL, the, the difference in – maybe it's not as big of a difference for you since you were an Alabama guy, but the difference in the weight program and the players you're playing against. They're grown men mm-hmm. that you're going up against every day. That's the big difference here, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that absolutely was a difference. I think – and everybody talks about the speed, but – I don't think nobody really speaks, you know what I'm saying, about just how much stronger the players are here. Like, you're going against grown men. Like, you know what I'm saying, when I when I play against the Patriots and this James, I'm looking at James Harrison on the other side over there. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying, so that's what I got to deal with. So, I mean, I think everybody kind of speaks to, you know what I'm saying, the speed difference, but it, there's definitely a strength difference as well. Are you going to start doing – James Harrison style workout videos or no nah, I'm not, <laughs> You're not doing that? I'm definitely not doing it. I'm definitely not doing it. I'm just sticking to my workouts. <laughs> Cam Robinson is with us here. Um so you've been in town, you've been working out. It's phase two now, right? You guys yep. are on the field yep. finally. Uh but there's certain limitations. There's no team activities out there, no team drills. You can do some uh individual kind of position group type drill things. Is that uh, is that pretty accurate? How's it going so far? Oh uh, yeah, that's that's right on, and um, it's it's been. I mean, it's, I think anytime you kind of you kind of get that that break, and you know what I'm saying it's 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 good to get your body a rest, and uh, you know just kind of get away from the game, and you know kind of get with family, um, and vacation a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, after a while, you know, this is what we do. So I mean, it's our job. So you start to miss it, um, and so you know, I think it's always fun when you you know what I'm saying when you first get back and just getting back with all the guys, and uh, you know, just saying seeing your coaches again. It's amazing, right, Cam? Because I mean, there's some guys. This, like you said, this is your job. You gotta love the game of football. Right. And if you're not on the field, you gotta hate not being on the field. And right. there's some guys that just maybe aren't wired like that. But you, you to really be successful, you have to be wired like that, right? Right. And I get bored, man. When I'm just, <laughs> I don't got nothing else to do too much when I'm at the house. So I try to, you know, what I'm saying find things to keep me busy. But when I'm not up here or doing something football related, I'm 
I'm honestly bored just sitting at the house uh, watching TV or playing video games or something like that. So I don't do too much. What's the video game right now? You're on. Um, I, I'm just I'm a Madden 2K kind of guy. Oh, okay. I know a lot of people play like Fortnite and all. I just can't. I'm just Madden 2K. Just football all yeah, day long. Madden, football, basketball. That's it. I wish they would have bring the college football game uh, back. You that and was me, the best. You and me both, and I, I'm, I, I think I might have been unbeatable at that too. I can't remember. I don't remember the last time I had lost in that game. Oh, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, okay, yeah. we'll have to. We might have to bring that out. You PlayStation <laughs> guy or Xbox? I'm guy? a PlayStation guy. Okay, well, you know, we might have to to work on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, we have to do that. How's Andrew Norwell so far? Oh uh, man, I'm. You know, what I'm saying we just getting to know him, just getting to know him as a player, getting to know him. Uh, you know, as a friend and as a teammate, you know, what I'm saying I love him. Um, just from what I've, from 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 what I've um, got to know about him so far, um, he's gonna fit right in to what we're to, to what we're trying to get done. He's picking up the playbook quick. Um, he's a very hardworking guy when we're in the weight room. That's that's why I live with. So, um, you know, what I'm saying I think I think it's gonna be a, the perfect fit. He's your lift partner. You work with, work out with him, Andrew Norwell. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I mean, guy's a, an all pro. I mean, the guy's a, a Pro Bowl player. Right. Um, he's he knows how to get things done in this league. Exactly. And he came from an undrafted. I right. Mean, worked so you his know way he's up. a worker. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, is it is it difficult for a guy like that? Probably not to work into this type of environment. I mean, to to come into a place, he has the credentials to to get some respect right away. I right. Guess. Like you said, he has the credentials, but I mean, you also have to look at his background and where he came from. Like you said, he was an undrafted guy um, that worked his way all the way up to being a, you know what I'm saying an all pro. Um, Pro Bowl, you know what I'm saying, guard, and I, I, I think he might be the highest paid guard in the league now. So, um, I mean, that's just that just shows. I think it kind of just shows the type of player that he is and the type of man he is. Let's go through this offensive line now. You're on the left side. Mm-hmm. Norwell's going to be on the left uh, guard spot. You got Brandon Leonard, the highest paid center in league history. <laughs> uh, the right side, you know, you got Parnell at right tackle, mm-hmm. AJ Can at right guard. You got a draft pick coming in that could pl- uh, swing a little bit. Um, where does this offensive line rank in the league? Where do you guys feel you are in compared, or do you guys really care that much? Um, you know what I'm saying? I always, we always talk about we want us wanting to be the best O-line in the league. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I think it's not something we always go around, you know what I'm saying, talking about it, putting it on, like, cameras or talking to the media about it. But in our room, um, with us, we definitely want to be the um, – you know, considered the best offensive line in the league, and that's why we—that's how we work every day. You know what I'm saying that's the work we put in, and that's that's what we're aiming for. I mean, you guys led the league in rushing last year. Right. There was a, a point though, late in the season, that there were times where you wanted to run the ball, and it wasn't quite as effective as it was early in the year. Right. Is that a combination of things on offense? Where did that all happen? What, what was wrong with the run game, and, and did, did, was it up front? Um, you know, so I was—I think it was. Uh, you know, we 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 definitely will take. I'm saying, anytime the running game doesn't get going, we'll take the fall for that. We just got to do our jobs better. But you know, so I think it, I think it was a combination of things starting with us. And we just got to we just weren't exe- wasn't executing as well, and uh, we just got we just had some things we need to tighten up on. Yeah, uh, this is a good time to to get that tightened up here in the offseason right, exactly. program as well. All right, so coming up in phase two the next week or so, then OTAs, you'll have some teamwork coming up. I know you're fired up for all this, man. I mean, because it's football and you're on the field. It's right. something close to football. You're not wearing pads, but the next few weeks are fun, right? Right, right. I mean, I think it just kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier. <laughs> just, yeah. man, we get – honestly, when we're not doing that, we just get bored. And, I, you know what I'm saying, the love – I think your love for the game, it kind of – when, you, when you're not playing it, you, you kind of almost like, what do I do? I mean, you, you can go vacation, you spend time with your family, but um, after a while you just get kind of – just kind of, you know what I'm saying, you're ready to get back into it, so – um, I think that kind of just all ties back into how much we love the game. 
Do you? It's a year since you got drafted. Mm-hmm. Do you believe the difference from now until then? I mean, is it night and day almost? Yeah, it's definitely night and day. And I can definitely tell it's been a year. It was the longest year. Uh, was it really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, I don't know if people think it goes by quick, but that rookie year is definitely long. Just because, I mean, you come in around around this time, maybe a couple of weeks from now, and you 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 are edited. I mean, you start with the whole prepping for the combine and doing all that, and that just kind of runs all all it, all of it just almost runs in together. You don't really have an all season your rookie year. Yeah, because you're you're playing late in the bowl season into January with right. Alabama, and then going right into draft prep. And, right, right, I mean, right. It's exactly. never ending. Never, and never rookie year is long. Man. Do you watch the draft? Um, yeah, I watched the first couple of days, like the first two days. A lot of Alabama guys off the board. Yeah, it was a lot of Alabama guys. <laughs> like twelve total in the draft. Yeah, that's just hey. That's how it happens. That's I what guess. hey. hey. One of them's coming here, Ronnie yeah, Harrison. I'm, I'm super excited about that. What do you too. know about him? Um, I was actually a guy I was super close with. Um, just coming in, I just kind of uh, certain guys, certain I think certain guys you just kind of um, you kind of just take a liking to as soon as you meet them, and that was one of the guys. And you know what I'm saying? We was able to just from the jump um, form a good relationship. And uh, it was almost like one of my little brothers in the locker room. So um, it was just one of the guys I was, I was just super close with. Tallahassee guy, didn't get an offer from FSU. Right. Went to Tuscaloosa. And I think a lot of people don't – I mean, when you think Alabama, you hear all the – you know what I'm saying? You think about all the five-star and, like, the Under Armour, Army, All-American guys. He really wasn't one of them. I think he might have been, like, a three-star. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. I don't even – I don't even know if I ever told him this story. I remember – when he was in high school, and I, I think I was a freshman, and I remember like watching him work out at the camp, and that's like the like that was when he got his offer was at the camp. So I remember him, and that like no one really knew who he was. It was just a long, rangy, deep like DB. It was all looking like he, he might be all right. And then I think that same day he got his offer, and uh, I guess he never looked back from there. That's the fun part about this team is that the defense is so darn strong, especially right. on that defensive line. You guys got to face off against those guys. Uh, maybe not right now in the off-season program, but mm-hmm. guys like that opposite you, how does that help your game as a left tackle? Yeah, it doesn't do anything, but but um, but ultimately just raise our game. I think if you watch, look at our D line is we had maybe like four, three Pro Bowlers on just our on just our defensive front. It's amazing, and that's crazy. And honestly, you want to Marcel? That's been he's been a Pro Bowler, so it's really four out four. of four Pro Bowlers. So um um, it's just it's. You get you don't really got no choice but to be prepared for whatever you're gonna see on Sunday because it's 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 likely you're not going the defensive front that you're gonna see is, is not going to be better than what you see in the practice day. Though. It's good to have you off season programs here and glad you're getting a little stronger and we'll see you a little later, man. All right, man, appreciate you. Coming up next week, rookie mini camp. It's not open to the public, but some coverage will be available on Jaguars.com late in the week. Stay tuned for that. Thanks to Cam Robinson for his time this week. And as always, thanks to Jags manager of radio, Joe Fortunato. Catch you next time on the J.P. Shadrick Podcast.